In our last episode, Joyce uh, described what a senior team did to identify things that they were willing to be measured by as well as to measure others on. Well, we continue with that theme, but we take a different tack. Joyce recently wrote a paper about what she universally believes that workers, people, expect and want from their boss. And all of us have been curious as leaders in terms of the impact that we're having. Well, here's a very specific and concrete list of things that in almost every organization, people want and expect from their boss. So come on in, grab a snack, welcome. Happy New Year, baby, 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 happy, happy, happy New Year. Okay. Hey, I've got I've got to start by asking you the question because I don't know the answer. What is the optimal time to take down indoor and outdoor Christmas lights? Oh man, I okay. I have a rule about this, and I had to take down my tree yesterday because it became petrified and looked like it would eat little children if they walked. That's that's a good that's a good telltale. It's time to come go. into come into my forest, honey. <laughs> but I the twelve days of Christmas I never understood. But it's January sixth is yeah. All Kings Day in Latin America, and that's when they brought presents. So in Latin America on Christmas Eve there are no presents. It's kept focused on the birth of Jesus. Yeah. So I always said I will keep it up till the sixth of January. Because that's all King's Day. Okay. But so, uh, other than that, oh, other, most people rip them down after the first. <laughs> well, I asked that question because uh, if what your rule is universal, uh, if you're out there listening and you still have Christmas decorations up, uh, you're past due. Get them down. <laughs> no, they're not. The sixth of January is called. Well, but we're going to record this today and drop it next week. So it'll be. The oh, my gosh. Time, time is just a construct. It is a construct. It's all made up. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of all made up, what are we talking about today? Well, I thought uh, there are so many leadership models and blah, 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 blah that we talk about. And one of my themes is um, how do you get to know your own impact when you have much more power than others in an organization. So um, I say there are odd, quirky blind spots, like not saying good morning to support staff, which but which honestly comes up a lot. Yeah. And then there are universal wants from people in your company that can become gigantic blind spots. They can be so obvious that they become invisible. So yeah. this I write from my point of view uh, when uh, as an employee, uh saying they're so obvious they might be invisible. So here we go. This is people speaking to the leader. Yeah. And this yeah. is something this is a work in progress that you are authoring. Yes. I'm always authoring and never <laughs> Well I <laughs> Joyce, land that play, but we're gonna get that. We're gonna see the runway. Okay, the here beauty, we go. The beauty of that, um, our listeners is that you're only going to get this wisdom here. You're not going to see it out on the internet. It's not out of a book. It's 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 all from Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are very, uh, we've told people that we laugh a lot and we're very serious about what we do. Okay, 
number one, this is me, I guess, talking to leaders or speaking for the people. Yeah. We want you to be a real person. We enjoy your humor and your foibles. It makes you relatable. And we also want you to be something a little more. We want you to be a bit better than we are. We want you to mm-hmm. assume your power and carry it like the responsibility it is. We even like an occasional sense of dignity and dedication. And I wrote this before being vulnerable became the mode. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think you should be vulnerable. I think you should be authentic, knowing that in the leadership role, you curb that a little. Let's hear from you who think differently. Yeah, you know, Joyce, uh, that that uh, first one, which we could probably end right now, because that kind of said it all, there's a lot to unpack there, is, you know, w- I remember coming up through and, you know, being told there's certain things as a leader, you need to leave at home, you've got your public persona versus yes, your personal don't bring persona photos yeah uh, keep the photos down don't show all the motion uh you know to me what i love about uh number 1 is it it balances be yourself be authentic and then it also creates the expectation we want to have someone that we can look up to and respect so there's mm-hmm. a certain be better than us i love the way that you put it yeah and um <laughs> Yeah. So my, I, my, my challenge is to the leaders out there, if you cra- have to crack your window in the parking place uh, uh, before you come into work because you leave so much of what you are in the car, um, close that window and come in full blast. Huh? <laughs> they got it, Joyce. Number okay, two. Good, thanks. <laughs> Number two, we want to be proud of you. You matter to us when you when we see you interact or speak or walk through the halls, we want to take pride in you. We want to see others outside our company or business respect you. We want to be proud to work for you, not just the company. Wow. Yeah. What, what, what's the old saying? People leave bosses. They don't leave companies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That one uh, really resonates. Well, I sort of I'm feeling slightly Victorian. <laughs> But I, I I stand by it. <clears throat> oh yes, because I have worked in Illinois. Just to be clear, to with leaders, I just cringed every time they spoke or acted, or and just thought, how on earth? Well, look at government. You kind of say, how on earth? Because are they? Do you are we proud of them? Are they? Uh, they're they're authentic. It's just they're not good. Okay, we want to understand our work. We don't mean the resulting P&L of our effort, but the nitty-gritty everydayness of what we do. We want you to know that most of us work hard and earnestly. We want you to understand the contribution of what we do. Yeah. I think I- so so I, when I hear that, I, I think of uh, the, the need to be seen in terms of what I bring and what I contribute. Uh, and seen by the boss uh, or the leader. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And and that you can be some, somewhat articulate about it. You oh, know, yeah. enough to show I'm, I don't, I don't take this work for granted and it is not invisible to me. You, you are visible to me. We would like to be loyal and not feel stupid for being loyal. <laughs> Tell me more. Knowing that it is safe to be loyal and that you return our loyalty adds a galvanizing force to what we can do. 
We understand sometimes wrenching changes are needed, but often they are not. Figure out how to create a workplace where being loyal is not stupid because the loyalty is not being returned to us. Wow. You know, I, I, this one stings uh, me some because I have had situations uh, where I have shown my loyalty and uh, somewhat blindly and been stung by it. Yep. Uh, and, and when that happens, there's a stickiness that stays to you. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, that is tough to work through. That's kind of a, a cardinal sin from my perspective to violate that loyalty. Me too. And the other problem is, you know, blind spots, people will pretend to be loyal. <laughs> but I'm thinking of leaders that most of my top, top leaders, I felt fine being loyal to them. Yeah. Well, I think if, if you think about the uh, points that preceded this, that all contributes to loyalty, being seen. Uh, right. Being proud of the person, uh, having this this sense of this person is going to bring their best and be their best. And that they have uh, awareness of me. Of yeah. Me. The, the other thing about loyalty, and it's kind of embedded in what you shared, is, is even when that feels uh, a little bit cracked, like, I don't understand why we made this decision, um, but I have enough goodwill for you as a leader to be there with you. Well, thanks for that lead-in. The next one was, we want to understand your decisions and how and why they are made. They often seem preposterous. Talk to us, all of us, about high-impact decisions. Even if you don't like those decisions, tell us why you had to make them. We are not dumb. We are practical. Own your decisions by sharing the process publicly whenever you can. Share a leader leading, doing what needs to be done. Thank you for the intro to that one. Yeah. The next you know, one, you want to add? Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that what the, what you just shared actually applies to uh, your customers and your broader community, whether it be vendors, whether it be key partners, is is to have bring them in to kind of why you're doing, we are doing what we're doing. Yeah, um, and make important. people understand the business is an entity that has to be taken care of, yeah. and and yeah. if you do that right. Uh, people working for you don't resent the decision, but they don't resent it. Okay, this one, I, uh, we are often afraid and anxious and distracted from the work of the company. Worry about losing our jobs. You are in charge of our ability to have enough to care for ourselves and our families. You have the power to hurt us badly in our wallet and in our self-esteem. We understand tough times that make our jobs at risk, but we don't understand not being treated decently. Emma. Uh, I don't, you know, talk about a timeless uh, truth um, that too often gets violated. Uh, and I, you know, I'm, I'm seeing like a thread through all these. So if you are authentic, you will be forthcoming for context for decision-making. Uh, you will be forthcoming in terms of why some tough decisions ultimately impact uh, people. Um, so th- this is a good list, Joyce. Get it published. Oh, my God. I can't even get my delete key to work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the next you better, one. You better hope it never does, given this great <laughs> there, That's true, too. Oh, wait till I tell you about my buried manuscript. Anyhow. Uh, 
The next one is, we are so much smarter than you think we are. We could sit in as a part of your team and if updated on events could add a lot to the conversation. Use us as part of the big picture thinking. Don't do it to placate us and make us feel involved. Involve us in a real way for important discussions when you can. You can figure out how to do this. You know, this one reminds me, I had a boss, uh, he, he uh, uh, also smoked. And uh, like every employee, he had to go out to the smoking area, even though he was the CEO. And he said the the stories that were shared and how he learned so much about what was going on in the organization, he didn't hear it in the boardroom. He heard it out in right. the smoking room. So, right. uh and he was serious. He said, you know, I learned so much about our organization. Uh, there's an intelligence out there that if I didn't smoke, I wouldn't be tapping. And, and that's why a lot of the high, uh, so, you know, that's the difference between working for and working with. Yes. And we go yeah. back to that because I woke up thinking about it because I'm a crazy OD nut. Okay. It's um, our time. Time is fine. All right. We need to feel you are in charge and have your arms around the whole business. We need to trust your competence even when you don't have the answers. We want to know that you are creating a path for our company to do good work and help everyone in the company prosper. I, I don't have a comment, but I have a question. And so if that is what the employees want, how does the buyer make that happen? For one thing, telling the whole, putting things in perspective. Yeah. Meaning whatever method you want to speak, whether that's Zoom or a pamphlet or um, I know I would want to have a broadcast, but that you, you've got it. Lori, I want you to be, if it's necessary for the company to be in a time that could make you anxious or angry. Um, that is what everybody says. Well, do you as the leader, can you walk through and look at various employees and go, I got you. You know something, I had one leader, this is the same one that smoked. He was great at telling stories that set context. Yeah. Uh, and people got it. Uh, you know, whether they agreed or didn't agree, that was important. The fact is putting it out there uh, and giving that context uh, was just so critical and a key aspect of his uh, strong leadership. Well, it gives shape to what the organization is doing. And I, I've been talking to you about <laughs> periodically I lose. I'm not in charge of my own life periodically. I don't yep. can't have a picture of the whole because... I'm now living alone. I'm now a widow. I now have children that are 50. Where is my place? What is my picture mm. as a whole? And it's very facilitating. Um, and yeah. I'm working on getting my own picture, but the organization needs it terribly. Yeah. Here's the next one. We know you struggle and are overwhelmed sometimes. We don't expect perfection. We expect great effort with us in mind as the aspect of the company no one that no one else can copy. We are the unique human power and individual effort that can make or break this business. Don't forget that. Hmm. Hey, leaders out there, 
when you're on your day to day, keeping that perspective is so important, but it's so hard because you're so focused on the nits and nats uh, and the dollars and X's of running a business. Yeah, I'd have to have um, structure to support all of these, whether that means an OD buddy that helps set up these contact meetings, whether it's walking through the whatever it was. The, they're the pulls, if you're at the top, are so outside the company, details you are so far removed from. How do you get grounded enough to create a picture that makes sense? It's yeah, I, 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 yeah, I worked with a very capable uh, uh, executive who uh, was so focused on the business and was so stressed about accomplishing what... Uh, he or she said she was going to do that people thought she was called and aloof. Uh, and, you know, I, I may think that I had pearls of wisdom uh, in terms of helping her as a leader. But the important thing I did, and she gave me feedback, was you you challenged me to walk a different way to the bathroom every day and to acknowledge yeah. people on the way. Isn't it scary? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. I mean, but it, it just... You know, or it, to sit it, at it, a different it, table, join people in the cafeteria. Yes, I found yes. that so hard to do because it felt intrusive. Yeah, that's right. And Everyone instead, gets quiet. Then, and some people thought I was stuck up. No, it's <laughs> actually a third grader being bashful and going, they don't want to have their lunch with me for Pete's sake. <laughs> um, kind of go together. So we with we know not we know how valuable we are to you as the COVID, af- COVID aftermath effect begins. We are thinking the, w- the way, huh? We are thinking more than twice about how we want to work, where we want to work, and whether or not we want to work for any leader at all. Questioning wow. the very of your company and of your structure. We're going, eh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And the things that I listed above are those things that will create some stickiness. Well, what I like about this particular one, uh, earlier you said um, to the leader, don't take us for granted. Um, And this one's saying not only don't take us for granted, but know that we have a strong voice uh, given these times about how and where and when uh, we work. Yeah, it's it's a power shift. Yeah, it is. The, it is. Yeah, it's it's a, a major power shift. And I end with this one. Um, we are at the beginning of all kinds of different ways to work. We know that we will have a voice in what looks like that, or we won't come to work for you. Idea of big is being challenged. Big brand companies just aren't attractive. Hey, uh, if I think about a paradigm shift, that may be the most... Uh, significant one that's happened in the last 10 to 20 years uh you know and it it really it really kind of is the exclamation point at the end of everything that you shared uh is that hey we have choices and we're not going to work in an organization that doesn't feed our soul and uh and listen to our needs so i think uh, i ended um like this said we don't want our leader to be a celebrity we don't want our leader to want to be a celebrity we want a steady hand on the tiller of a progressive innovative human friendly 
company that serves a good purpose and shares the prosperity that it creates. Bingo. So I have a challenge uh, to our uh, leaders that are listening today. And that is to, as you listen to Joyce and the things that she has shared, how do you think you show up? Where do you see yourself? And here we are at the beginning of 2024. What a great opportunity to perhaps pick one and really work on it. Oh, and we, we want to hear from you. So whether it's written uh, and Bob, they respond to which? Bob and Joyce, bobandjoyce.com. With the N, with the little N. There's an N in there. No apostrophe, just bobandjoyce.com. <laughs> and we meant to put that in a circle. So it was never Bob before Joyce. It was Bob and Joyce going around. Bob and Joyce, Bob and, and Joyce. Bob. We got that messed up. So what the hell? Um, did this, if any of these, irritate you? Where you said you're really off on this one. In that vulnerability area, because vulnerable is so big now. Empathy is so big now. By the way, I support empathy. I just yeah, yeah, none really uh, triggered a a, a disturbing or negative reaction. I think downing, you know, being vulnerable. I didn't see it as that. I I think it's authenticity. Yeah, I did. A sub and a subset of that is sharing. You know, some frustration sharing where you got it wrong uh, in a way that it becomes a learning moment for you and the organization. It's really hard to dif- to share the difference between authentic and vulnerable. You'll know you've been too vulnerable when you go out of your office the following day. Yeah. I mean, you, I, you'll know it. You'll know it. But um, so... And, and we are at time, but th- yeah. I make this distinction. Uh, part of being vulnerable is saying the words, I don't know how we're going to address this challenge or this issue. Yeah. Um, vulnerable being, um, I don't think we're going to make it. Uh, you know, if you give up, uh, yeah. the, the organization will give up. So, you know, I don't know whether that's keep the, you know, stiff upper lip or, you know, fake it till you make it. Uh, but I think that you have to be uh, really aware of the impact that you have on an organization and maybe temperate, which may not sound authentic. It may not sound vulnerable, but I think it's yeah. needed. And you're too interesting because of your power today. Yeah. So if you share a very personal vulnerability. I think I shared about 10 today. Be yes. ready to stand, <laughs> be ready to stand with them. Uh, you can't lose your positional strength. Vulnerability. You are vulnerable. I had to put that. We can come back to that sometime. My reaction to reading this whole list is it's old-fashioned even. I don't think we have a clue. What are all the entrepreneurs going to do when they all fail? It be successful in this entrepreneurial phase we're in. It's really a phase of anti-large and give me more personal time. And to be a successful entrepreneur is a grind and a half. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to be obsessed and very sturdy. So, 
That's it. You, you say dated, I say timeless. And so I think our work is done here, Joyce, at least for today. All righty. <laughs> I like to. This past weekend, I was listening to a, a very fascinating interview with Chip Connolly. In case you don't know of him, he is a best-selling author. He's done a number of TED Talks, and his life work deals primarily with the transitions of life, whether it be adolescence, midlife, where he spends a lot of his focus, or transition into retirement. And he's coined this expression that I love. It's called modern elder. And a modern elder is someone who combines both curiosity as well as wisdom from a lot of past experiences and knowledge. And I'd like to think that Joyce and I are your modern elders in the space of OD and HR, and hopefully is why you listen to this podcast. So be a modern elder. It's not a bad gig, if you know what I mean. And until next time, be well and be safe.